Welcome to Wobblies and Wizards. I am one of your hosts, Loga the Barbarian. And with me is my co-host, Light. Hey, how you doing? Thanks for having me on. Oh, no doubt. No doubt. It's always good to have you. Um, and I'm I'm doing good, uh, but I am concerned about something. What might that be, Logar? The price of role-playing game books. I buy too many. <laughs> as long as our uh, respective partners aren't listening to this podcast, <laughs> yes, I agree with you. I buy too many as well. Well, my partner doesn't listen to the podcast or read the blog. Uh, she plays in one game with us on Saturday night's the Rifts game, but I don't think she's as interested in role-playing <laughs> games as I am. <laughs> So we're okay to talk freely here. <laughs> yeah, just pray that I don't accidentally hit play while we're in the car driving down the street. <laughs> <laughs> we love our books. Yeah, I've paid a lot for books over the decades. <laughs> yeah. My my first uh, couple books weren't that expensive, though. Like, in comparison, I guess if you adjust for inflation, I remember when I thought $20 was a lot to play for pay for a role-playing book. It was. I mean, I remember growing up going to like Wadden Books and staring at all the game modules and wishing I had some more money to go buy them. And then, you know, back then they're probably like, what, 10, 12 bucks per module? Yeah, they weren't that much. Even, well, Palladium, I bought a lot of Palladium in the 90s. And like the expensive books were sometimes 16 or 18 bucks. But now, like, an average role playing book comes in about 50 bucks a book. That's ridiculous. Like a lot of the newer books by uh, Wizards of the Coast with like with fifth edition. 50 bucks just to start, just to look at it. Yeah. And well, here's the thing that's 150 bucks for the three at cover price to start playing the game, right? And I know like there are some companies that have kept their books low. Like Paizo did, kept them about 10 bucks lower for quite a while. I think they've raised the price though at this point. And now printing itself has gotten more expensive. So there is that. But if you're using that full color print across every page, that's adding to the cost. Yeah, it is. I mean, most of the books I try to get now, I try to get it off like a Kickstarter so they can get it at a little bit more reasonable price versus the you know, full up cover price. Now, the one that gets me the most is old used books that we bought for cheap. I oh, went, yes. They're expensive online now. Oh, so you're talking about the old uh, yellow <clears throat> and orange spine D&D? Well, not first, even first edition. Not even just those, like third edition books, second edition, first, all of the old books are going for outrageous prices. And it that, blew up. That makes no sense to me. And why would they be so expensive? Scarcity? Well, here's the thing. When I when I played back in the day, I, I sold off a lot of my books in the early 2000s, and I had to rebuy a lot of them. At that time, I was paying nothing for them. I was paying like seven bucks a pop for books that I'm seeing online for 150 bucks now. It's been a huge bucks. Yeah, it's, re- it's getting steep for some of them. You go to half price books and here it's not just that, too. There's like a whole idea that's collectors. I went to this half price books in Dayton and they had the basic fantasy role playing game. Uh, Chris Goinerman's game. And that set that thing sells online at cost print to order. And it sells for five bucks. And they had it up there for like 15 bucks on the shelf. My, I was like, I can buy that for $5 right now on Amazon or any or Lulu or something. But they have it for $15 up there. And that's ridiculous because uh, Basic Fantasy Roleplay, they're a nonprofit. Yeah. And it's it's print to order. Like you don't it's have to order. To, yeah, exactly. It's not going to really go out of print until they pull it down. You can get it anytime. But these places, everybody, a lot of people who don't play the game see them as collector's items. 
I mean, how's it a collector's item? It's been like highlighted, dog-eared <laughs> with the name in it. You know, I scribbled my name in all my books growing up as a kid, right? So I got all kinds of stuff in, in, in my books. I think I'm still doing it. <laughs> I think I'm still tearing <laughs> them up. That's the thing. I'm going to tear this book up. It's if gonna we're be using at the it, game table. Yeah. Yeah. If we're using it, it's gonna get torn up. I remember my uh what basic DD set, Frank set with the you know, red dragon, red dungeon. Yeah, you know, my books weren't ready anymore. They were white because all the <laughs> ink kind of rubbed off the covers, right? Oh, yeah. Use. So they're supposed to be used. These aren't collector's items, these are supposed to be played and used. And I've gone into some of these places and looked at some of these used books that they're asking high prices for. It's got like somebody's little brother took crayon to the thing. It's yellowed <laughs> and it's like tore up. I'm like, this thing beat the hell. I think it'd be like a dollar I'd pay for that. The good thing is a lot of those are on print on demand. Those old AD&D books, you can buy some of those modules, print on demand. You get a good, clean, crisp copy. They can be as low as like eight, seven, 12, 18 bucks sometimes. It's, it's reasonable prices print on demand. It people is. want I mean, those originals. Why do they want the originals? though? Because, you know, uh, is it nostalgia? Is it, I don't think it's collectability. I mean, I, I mean, well, if it's collectability, like I collected comics for a long time. If you gave me a comic with crown all over it, I am not paying. It's you not gonna, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Someone must be getting the money out of it. I guess someone's paying that much for those tore up books, but sometimes they're pretty tore up. I mean, they're pretty torp, and like you said, the uh, print-on-demand or the PDFs exist on drive-through RPG for almost everything, you know, that was released back in the day, so you can find stuff. Yeah, it's easy to find a lot of stuff print-on-demand. Old Traveler books are print-on-demand, all kinds of old AD&D books. I found a lot of older stuff there, and it's, 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 it's a, great, a great option, especially since I'm just going to probably scribble in it and write notes in it. And right. It's going to have coffee on it at some point in time. I drink a lot of coffee. <laughs> One of the things I found at used bookstore one time was a, a copy of Palladium's Book of Magic, and it was selling for like 50 bucks. Well, they have the Rift's Magic Book, and it's selling for like 50 bucks. And on it, it had written out of print exclamation point. I can go on the Palladium website right now and buy that and buy book it. for the cover price. Yeah. So, so I don't. <laughs> so it sounds like half price or somebody is, doesn't understand the market doesn't understand grading and doesn't understand demand just because it's out of print doesn't necessarily mean you can jack the price up 4x yeah and the funny thing is i went to another local shop after i saw that and i went ahead and bought the book because they always have brand new copies there for about ten dollars less than the cover price (laughs) some of those i went up well you were there with me that day we saw some of those books and we went up to uh in Fairborn, uh, Bookery Fantasy is a Bookery real Fantasy. good gaming shop uh, that we go up there. I go up there about once or twice a year and check stuff out at least. And I picked up all those old Palladium bucks for two bucks a pop. Actually, they're $1.99 for a whole stack of them filled in part of my collection. And it was 20% off. So I was checking out. Or I could have gone across town and spent 20, 50 bucks a pop for them. Well, you know, I remember... You know, we used to go up to Half Price Books first up in Dayton. We walk in there, we look at the stuff, and we'd be like, there's no way we're buying any of this stuff. And then <laughs> I'd we buy go to a Bookery. few things. <laughs> yeah, one, one or two things. But then we go to Bookery, and we each come out with like a pile of stuff. Mm-hmm. And we only spent like, you know, maybe 20, 30 bucks, and we have a pile of stuff that we put in the trunk of the car. And a lot well, of this, a lot of that stuff sat there on the shelves at both places nobody was interested in. That's one of the keys when you're buying old role-playing books. I've been picking up some GURPS books here and there. Because they're really low price right now. I'm like, I did yeah. that with AD&D. You know, 
15 some years ago and picked up all the old a b and d stuff for cheap i did that with palladium when it was really cheap i'm doing it with gerps it's you can get stuff cheap if you play a lot of role-playing games you got to kind of hit the market before it gets right before it gets too uh, popular but you know a lot of companies are also reprinting stuff you know chaosium just reprinted all the old classic call of cthulhu first edition second edition stuff which i think you know we did the kickstarter for so we're gonna get, get a clean updated copy with a box and everything so i, I didn't happy. i didn't back that i didn't have the Aww. money <laughs> i wanted to back it so bad i was like i don't really have the cat i just backed a bunch of stuff and i'm hoping that i can pick up a copy when it gets out that they'll have a few for sale somewhere yeah i'm i'm sure they will i'm sure they will it's, it's, it's big enough i mean that kickstarter was was massive yeah, that was a lot. I was really tempted. I about I was like, ah, waiting to hit the trigger. I was like, I really can't justify spending that for the back, the ones that I had just backed. I had that box. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's how I got that because I had that box. I got it in the mid '90s. I went into a game store and I had a Rift shirt on, a Palladium Rift shirt. It had the the painting of the. Uh, not the techno wizard, but the other magic user that's real, the leyline walker. Oh, the and leyline, the, yep. And the, the guy that was working the shop said, Oh, that's a really cool shirt. I like that. And I, I was like, Oh, thanks. Thanks. And I said, How much for this box? It had that, it was that old little uh, uh, Call of Cthulhu. Call I think that's first yep. or second edition one, yep. I think it was. And he said, Oh, that's a cool shirt. You can have it. <laughs> I was like, Thanks. Oh, wow. That's awesome. <laughs> and it just sat on that shelf and nobody cared about it. <laughs> Like I said, you got to hit when the iron's hot. Nobody's That's paying right. attention to get those games. But, you know, for example, uh, like what Goodman Games, they're republishing a lot of the classic modules and putting a 5e spin on it. So I've picked up, you know, like Castle Amber and uh, what was it, Lost City. I got to look over my shelf. So, you know, people are doing reprints right now. You don't have to go buy the original original that's probably all beat up and scribbled on and stuff, especially for modules. Even some of those I have reprints of that I picked up off drive through. I know they just did the, uh, the what was the one? The tone, that's not the Tome of Horrors. Is it Tome of Horrors? Tome- uh, they're going to do Temple of Evil. Temple of Evil. Temple of Elemental yeah. Evil is what it is. And I picked that yep. thing up for like, I want to say it was not much more than 15 bucks off of a reprint uh, a year or two ago off drive through RPG for the second edition version that came out. Or was it the AD&D? It was first edition one. It was first edition, yeah. Yeah, and I picked that up for not too much. Um, so some of those are even like not too hard to find those cheap reprints of. And those those Goodman Games ones, not only do they have the fifth edition stuff, but they have the old classic. Yep, they have the old classic in there as well. So yeah, you can use that if whatever for multiple editions you're running, which is really awesome. Yep, and it's a nice hardback, new artwork. So I love those. So I'm p- picking those up as they come out as well too. Yeah, I, I've been picking up, or I picked up the. Uh, the Grim's Tooth Trap. Oh, they yeah. have the giant hardback from Goodman's Games. And I was, I was, yeah, that's a cool book to have. It's nice to sometimes just break out and just for leisure reading, like, oh, some crazy <laughs> traps. <laughs> Those are fun. So we're, yeah. hit, we're hitting time. Um, we're talking about spending our money. You have anything else to add to spending too much money on game books? <laughs> no, I mean, um, if you are looking for old reprints, you know, we would say go to like Noble Knight Games. They do a lot of um, original, you know, used games that you can get at a more reasonable price. You know, we definitely do not recommend half price books. <laughs> yeah, I do. I've, I've ordered quite a few things out of Noble Knight. And I definitely order from Drive Through RPG, especially yep. a lot of new stuff coming out that people can uh, put their own stuff out there. And that's what I love the most. That's some of the stuff I eat up, especially zines and all that. Yeah. So 
that's good stuff. And, and that's the other thing too on high price is the uh, the availability of some of the stuff that comes out that smaller print is not highly published like older stuff or big company like Wizards of the Coast or someone is able to put out. So it's harder to get a hold of. So that does drive the price up too. So yeah, that's true. Well, that's that's about all we got. Go ahead and check out our Facebook page, Wobblies and Wizards. Give us a like and a follow. Follow the follow the podcast if this is your first time tuning in. Visit our website at wobbliesandwizards.com and keep those dice rolling. May your roach 20s.